0: to the It Is Well podcast. I am your host, Danny Hardy, and I am so incredibly thankful that you are tuning in today. Whether you are in the car or wrangling kids or going for a walk, I pray that no matter where you are or what you are facing, that we can exhale collectively and find the space to say, It Is Well. Y'all, the response and support I have received over the past two weeks has been absolutely breathtaking. You guys have blown me away. When I started this whole adventure, I thought it might just be my mom and husband listening. (laughs) Oh, for real. But you guys have so lavishly loved on me and I am beyond grateful. I'm totally in awe already of what God is doing through this creative outlet and I just can't wait to experience all that he has in store as we continue to draw near to him and I don't know about y'all but it has been a rough winter for our little hearty party of three we have passed around sickness like crazy and now we're sort of quarantining ourselves in the house until spring Because we're finally well, and we're just trying to avoid the germs. Stay away. All the germs. (laughs) Now, those of you who know me well already know this, but I'm an organizer through and through. Um, It's a great and terrible quality all at the same time. So a few months back, in true Danny fashion, I had everything prepared for the launch of the podcast, but I did not plan on being sick. I had a timeline made, an outline, I had childcare so that I could have a quiet house, hello, Um, and then sickness just washed my plans right down the drain. Every time I started to schedule a session to record an episode, I either sounded like a frog, or I had the sniffles, or I lost my voice completely. It was so frustrating, and, and I cried a little, which is not rare for me. But um, the pause that I had to take was such a good chance just to realign my heart. I got to slow down to just be with God and trust in His timing. I had to realign my heart to remember that my one life, my one voice, my one chance to change the world is not under my command, but under the command of a sovereign and loving God. So like only he can. <laughs> he reminded me that I'm under his authority and on his timeline and that ultimately his timing and his plan is what my heart desires. So after resting and trusting his timing and resting some more. <laughs> ta-da! Here it is. Episode 1. Oh, it's it's really such a beautiful thing when God creates content for the sharing, out of the struggles of our lives. And I'm learning every day how to trust Him well. And the launch of this podcast has been no different. So on this journey of discussing the well that God is for us and the wellness that God has for us, we're going to dive first into the idea of trusting well so that we might say it is well in every circumstance of our lives. And y'all, trust can be a scary thing, but it is the foundation upon which every good relationship is built. Some of my childhood memories of trust are from when I was in the perils of middle school. (laughs) Oh, the awkward years of middle school. Um, I was in sixth grade wearing my tie-dye t-shirts and I had some untamed, frizzy, crazy curly hair, (laughs) y'all. It was It was a mess, and I have plenty of pictures to prove it, just in case anybody's interested in that. Um, Anyway, but I was on student council in sixth grade, and we were going through a ropes course one day as a team building exercise, and it was the first time that I remember really being scared in front of my friends. So one of the things we had to do was to climb up to this platform. It was probably 20 feet in the air, felt more like 100 um, but we were wearing our, our super cool, like rope harness, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, and our hard hats. And, um, we had to climb up to this platform and then fall backwards into the arms of the other student council members. And I was petrified, <laughs> terrified, petrified, scared out of my mind, all of the things. And I was on the sidelines kind of thinking, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Y'all just do this one without me. Um, I had all of those like crazy thoughts running through my mind. Like, what if they drop me on accident? Uh, What if they drop me on purpose? (laughs) What if I pass out because I'm panicking? What if I fall really awkwardly and whack somebody in the face? (laughs) What if everything terrible that could happen happens right now? Oh, Oh, my little 11-year-old self was freaking out on the inside. And I'm pretty sure I could hear my own knees shaking. So, against my better judgment, I climbed up to the platform, crossed my arms, looked up to the sky, and said, falling, and heard the reply, fall on, and I fell. It was the longest fall ever. (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. And then they caught me, and it was all fine, and I should have never been scared, blah, blah, blah. But I was. Now, I know that that's a juvenile example, and there are so many more real-life things that have been exponentially more frightening, but I'm using that story to prove a point. My sixth grade fear that day wasn't in the falling. My fear was that my classmates wouldn't do their part of the exercise. I feared that they would fail and I would fall. I feared that they wouldn't do their part. And that's the hard thing about trust. It requires that we believe the person on the other side of the relationship will hold up their end of the deal. And y'all, that becomes even harder when it's us trusting a God that we cannot see or touch or look at in the eyes during a critical conversation. So that means we have to rely on what we know about him in order to settle the nerves of our uncertainty which requires that we know Him. If you're listening today and you have zero trust in God, oh, I'm so glad that you're tuned in. This podcast is for you. If you don't trust God because of your hurt or your pain, your life experiences or your current circumstances, please know that I'm praying for you and I'm not just saying that. I'm really praying for you. And please keep listening, because I know that God wants to prove to you that He is trustworthy. More often than not, y'all, our lack of trust in God is based on our forgetting that God is a perfect Father with an unchanging love and kindness for all of us. When we believe in the goodness of His character, we can trust in Him and in His plans, When we remember deep down in our souls that he is good, that he is for us, and that he is love, then we allow ourselves to be more readily trusting of him with every detail of our lives. We have somehow been deceived into believing that he can hold forever. He can hold our eternity, but that he is incapable of holding today. And all of its challenges. Or we can believe that he's trustworthy for everyone else. But not so much for us. So we hustle and we scramble and we bust our tails trying to make something of our lives. Instead of trusting that he is the one making us. Friends, I don't say this half-heartedly. And I want to be so tender here. Trusting God in every circumstance, despite my despair, despite my disappointment, that's something I'm still working on. I've surrendered it so many times in the course of my relationship with Jesus, and it's something that I have to do continually and intentionally with great focus, and sometimes multiple times a day. <laughs> that that intentional deciding and choosing to trust Him and His plans more than my own. And I sort of think of it like this, kind of in my mom brain. Like when I'm trying to walk down the stairs holding my 30 pound toddler, plus a backpack, plus a purse, and a lunchbox, and a jacket, and my keys, and some random toy that we just had to have. I'm so thankful that I don't have to hold all of the pieces of my life because I'm doing good just to hold all of the things for a trip to the grocery store. (laughs) Anybody else? I want to trust him well because I know I can't do any of this life without him. And the parts that I think I can handle on my own are just exponentially better when he is in control of them. My hands are so with the minuscule things that I can't even imagine having to hold every part of my life together on my own. I'm doing good just to hold the things for the grocery store. And I don't want to try. I want to trust him completely. But to trust him, I have to know him. Like more than just an acquaintance, know him. I mean, nobody chooses to trust a total stranger. Often, our inability to trust God is directly connected to our level of understanding and belief in His character. When we think that He is a God of scarcity, or a God of negligence, or a God of recklessness, of course we have a hard time trusting. But when we read the Word of God, and we learn that He is the abundant God of 2 Corinthians 9-8, who is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things and at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. When we believe that and we read that, we can find room to trust him because we learn that he wants us to succeed. When we read his word and we learn that he is a God of tender care, who never forsakes us, but instead designs plans with great intention for our lives, we can trust him when we grasp the idea that he is relentless in his pursuit of us rather than reckless in the way he loves us, we can believe in Jeremiah 31.3 when God whispers, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. We can believe it and we can trust in him. God's ability to be trusted is not dependent upon our ability to trust Him. God's ability to be trusted is not dependent upon our ability to trust Him. His ability to be trusted is based solely on His character, which is faithful. He will always uphold His end of the deal. Always, friends. I want to share with you from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, starting in verse 22, which says, Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Last time we chatted, we talked about my life verse, Isaiah 26, 8. And the bare bones of that are to know Jesus and to make Him known. And we talked about the faithfulness of God to draw near to us as we draw near to Him. And this scripture from Hebrews that I was reading earlier this week is the culmination of those ideas and then some. There's a promise in this that I don't want you to miss. As we are seeking to know Jesus, as we are doing our part, he will draw near to us and he will cleanse us. There it is, him doing his part. When we truly encounter the presence of God with a sincere heart, that's our part, we always leave Changed. We are purified. That's his part. We are called to hold on to the hope that we have in him. That's our part. Because he is faithful. That's his part. We hold on to our hope and he holds on to us. Then we are to consider how to share that with others by spurring them on. In this one scripture, there is this beautiful depiction of what trust looks like. It's about us knowing what our role is and what his role is and believing that he will uphold his end of the bargain and us being disciplined to hold up our end as well. So today, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, dear friends, and with the full assurance that faith brings. Let's have our heart sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and be washed with pure water. He's doing his part. Let us hold unswervingly, oh, I love that word, unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. He is faithful to be who he says he is and to do what he says he will do. So we should not just trust God with the outcome, but also with the journey. We shouldn't just trust God because of what he can do for us or even what he has done for us. We should trust God because of who he is. And he is faithful. I would encourage you this week, To look carefully at the parts of life that you're holding back from God. We all have something. We all have something. And ask God for the courage to hand them over to him. Our marriages, our kids, our sick parents, our finances, our grief, our diagnosis. Our everything, everything is better off in his hands than they are in ours. I'm going to be writing some more about trust on the blog next week at dannyhardy.com, and I would love for you to stop by there to read more about this big idea. And on the next episode of the It Is Well podcast, we will continue the conversation by discussing the idea of digging deep. Oh, it's going to be good. Digging deep to trust Him well. So make plans to join me again as we continue to dive into the well that God is for us and the wellness that God has for us. I'm so excited to continue on this journey and can't wait to chat with you again. I'll talk to you soon. believe it will be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate it and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. And thanks for listening.